This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All righty. Hello. Happy Monday. Welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. What the heck is going on, everybody? Hello. Hello. There we go. We yeah. survived. Yeah. Survived the weekend? Barely, but we did. Virginia was out doing the Feast of Little Italy and winning cheese stacking championships. Take that. Brought it home for you guys and for little smiles. Yeah, you said there's two guys that beat you last year that you were calling out this uh, last week before the cheese building contest didn't even show. They didn't even show. Oh, scare little bitches. I guess they felt bad because I don't think they realized that the rules are you can't cheat. Damn. They, they were just doing what they were doing and no one was stopping them. They're guilty, but the, the refs are just as guilty. There's a lot of blame, Kevin. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of cheating scandals going on in the news today. Oh, I brought it up yesterday on the mic on stage. Did oh, you? Oh, man. Gosh. <laughs> Yeah, someone, somebody, and I'm not sure who, but somebody hates you for doing that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. There is uh, people calling out the Dolphins for their game yesterday in Germany. Lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, 21-14. Steven said, let's be honest, Kevin, the Dolphins have not defeated any team with a winning record this year. So how do you expect them to suddenly turn into gladiators? They are mediocre at best because they have a mediocre quarterback. Oh, damn. damn. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, but they got that Christian Wilkins energy. That is big D. Yeah, he had a really nice tackle for a loss yesterday. Seemed to be pretty solid at uh, his job. It just, you know, it. Look, sometimes teams are at different levels. The Dolphins are better than they used to when they're tanking for Tua. Now that they got Tua, they just got to learn how to win the big game, and they haven't gotten there yet. But doesn't mean they won't before the end of the year. So, you know, just see. Hopefully they can turn around. It was just weird yesterday. Tyreek Hill did not have his typical kind of day, and I think that was a big part of it. So, If, if just, just play my game for one second. Okay. If you had to be the quarterback for the Dolphins for yeah. a full season, yeah. do you think you could throw at least one touchdown in the end zone? Yeah, I could. Yeah, if the circumstances are right. You would be able to get one NFL touchdown under your belt if you were the quarterback. Yeah, yeah for- if we were like on the two-yard line and it was a busted coverage <laughs> and there was a guy just standing there and I had to throw it uh, three yards, yeah, okay. I could do it. All right, I like it. He's our guy. Yeah. He's probably the best football player we've got. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, jeez. I play flag football, dog. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's been going to stretch zone, bitch. He's limber. 
Okay, well, let's play one-on-one football, Kev. Football <laughs> off. Who is the bigger man on the field? How, that sounds like such a big bit to set up with such little payoff. We could call it yeah. ball off. Yeah. Probably Loser really gets, very well. Did you mean fall off? Ball off. Loser gets castrated. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I, I don't know that your uh, email is completely fair or accurate, but uh, yeah, they they haven't done it yet. So I want. I'll tell you what I want for competition on the show. Yeah, I want Ralston one-on-one basketball, but more than anything, I want the witch in ping pong. Oh, and I want her in that okay. dance off. I'll okay. do ping pong anytime. Man, whatever. Anytime is bullshit coming from the witch. <laughs> she's got to lose weight, Cam, or whatever the fuck she's got to do. I gotta get toe talks. Toe talks. <laughs> it's for the wrinkles in my toes. Yeah. Building an empire over here. Uh, one thing that happened uh, during the game, they played uh, Country Roads. This was in Frankfurt, Germany, and 40,000 people were singing along. Now, I know there's a lot of Americans that were there, but it's just kind of odd because I noticed, in fact, I made a video when I was in Israel. We were at the old city of Jericho, and uh, we were there. They had a thing where you took kind of like one of those uh, ski lifts up the side of a mountain, and they had uh, kind of a cafe that was on the side of the mountain, and they were playing Country Roads. John Denver, I'm like, it's like it was just so odd. I'm like, what a random place to have this song play. And uh, Daniel kind of explained, he said, the reason the song Country Roads is so popular in other parts of the world is because of the movie The King's Men Golden Circle. Oh, I love the Kingsman movies. Those are are awesome. The characters in that movie had to go to the U.S. to get help from their people. And in one scene, the guy... Uh, Marlon sings the song, so that's why it is internationally known like that. Because, yeah, it, it seems so specific. I mean, it's, you know, one of our least populated states and country roads. I mean, who would even understand what the heck that means? So uh, that would explain it. Thank you very much for that. Jennifer said, uh, my son, who is 16 years old, said that they play John Denver's Country Roads in his weightlifting class all the time, and everybody knows the lyrics. That song is such a classic. Yes, someone kind of described it earlier. It, it does make sense to go. It's just a happy, feel-good kind of a vibey song. Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, and I, I grew up with it because I grew up, you know, my, my parents went to West Virginia University, and I would go and party with my cousin. He went to uh, WVU in Morgantown. And it was the craziest thing. Every bar, the top of every hour, they stop down and they play that song. And no lie, there were these two guys that started to fight and they play country roads and they stopped and they sang the song and then start kicking the shit out of each other. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> it was just, that's how it goes, man. They paused to fight, to sing, and then they went back to fighting. It is like <laughs> singing the national anthem or anything in West Virginia. That's it really amazing. is. It's like you pay respect to country roads, bitch. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's, it was the it's craziest that, it thing. It looks like a scene from a movie. Yeah. Guys stop fighting to sing. Yeah. That's a WVU, baby. That's how they do it. Uh, another quick little shout out here to the Sebastian River football team for winning the SAAA state championship. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know we were there. I know the regular season is over for high school football playoffs start this Friday. I didn't know. Uh, I don't know what SAAA, SAA might be a different league though. So congrats state champs. So yeah, the playoff high school football starts this weekend. Uh, let me see. Katie and uh, a couple other Swifties calling me out uh, Uh-oh. today. Uh-oh. What'd you do? You might need protection. I, I was wrong, and you are right, no doubt. I uh, had a faux pas today. I was uh, scrolling through my Word document trying to find the numbers for uh, Taylor Swift and what she's done in sales for the re-release of 1989. 
And sometimes my mind goes into, you know, you got automatic mode as you're scrolling and trying to read and all that. And instead of 1989, Virginia, I said... You said 1984. 84. I heard it, but I didn't want to correct you because... Why stop now? I just yeah. chose not to correct you, and I hoped yeah. nobody caught it, but I... I yeah. No, they did. And I think the reason why is because uh, Van Halen's uh, great album was 1984. Okay. He's, he's just a man. People confuse day. those two a lot, Van Halen and Taylor. Yeah, so I apologize to all the Swifties, please. Go easy on me. They'll let you know if you deserve forgiveness or not. Uh, yeah, I'll have to do some penance, I guess. So I apologize for that. Did uh, get some info, though. We had been talking last week about Taylor Swift's dad. Is he a jerk like Britney's dad? Did he sell his daughter down the river to make money off of her in that Scooter Braun deal? Heidi, thankfully, sent uh, in the details of that story, so I didn't. It had to do with the reason why Taylor is recutting all of her old albums. And honestly... It probably worked in her favor. Sure, it did. I mean, because now that karma she's, is her yes, boyfriend. Right. Now she's re-releasing them. They're bigger than ever. And it's like you don't have to come up with a ton of new songs. I think she put five new songs on the re-release of 1989. See, they're Swifties. I got it right. And, <laughs> you know, it, it's now breaking all kinds of uh, record sales. It did. It, wor- it worked out in the end. But what she had to go through in the moment when her rights were sold out from under her without even giving her a heads up, and then she was was totally prepared to buy them herself, and they didn't even give her the option? Mm-hmm. That's just shady. Yeah, is obviously a situation she did not love, but was her dad complicit? Did her dad do his own daughter dirty in this deal? Her dad was in finance. She talked about how well she's managed. And her mom, they had both been in the finance world. He was like a stockbroker, and her mom, you know, was a money management, something like that. So it's it's helped out her career clearly. Scott Swift is her dad's name, and he made $15 million in that $300 million deal. <laughs> that is blood money. I hope he gave every penny to Taylor. Now, her dad was totally unaware, though, of the deal until it was announced publicly, not that he could have done anything about it anyway. Big Machine CEO Scott Borchetta controlled 90% of the stock, so the ball was firmly in his court. Scott Swift, Taylor's dad, was apparently invited to participate in a super secret shareholder call about the deal before it was public knowledge. But he took a hard pass when he heard that he would be required to sign an NDA that would legally force him to withhold information from his own daughter, Taylor. So that was uh, confirmed by a source described as Taylor's rep. So according to that, Swifties do not hold him responsible and... He just did a business deal. So did he have an NDA in place already? Or no. was there an NDA that was written just for that phone call? He did not partake in that for the super secret shareholder call. That's why he didn't know of how dirty the deal was going to be because he didn't want to get locked into the NDA. He still wound up because he owned a lot of stock in Taylor, $15 million on the $300 million deal. Come on, Cash. She still wants to find a reason why this guy well, needs no. to be a prick. It does matter to me when the NDA was signed. If it was signed right before the phone call, then he's not a prick. But if it was signed years before, no, then it he's was, a prick. The NDA was signed to keep everybody quiet so that they knew what was going to happen in the deal. So, he did not sign that NDA, so he was unaware of what was going to happen. But he still benefited off the deal, ultimately. He could have given her a heads up. He didn't know. 
But Kevin, if they're asking you to sign an NDA for this super secret call, guess what? Something's about to go down. Why do you think he was trying to fuck over his daughter? I don't think he was trying to fuck over his daughter. I think he should have been more transparent with her about what he knew. We don't know. He might have told her that, hey, I don't know what's going on. I didn't sign an NDA. I just don't like the fact that she was blindsided by all these men. I just feel like you want a gender war so bad, and then you get blinded by your own rage of whatever fucking bullshit you're bringing to the table. Sorry. <laughs> I am jaded by my experiences with your gender. Ugh, I can't, Kevin. I'm going yeah. to throw up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I got to watch what I say about the uh, borchettas uh, because my son technically works for one. Uh, Troy and Lauren... They uh, said, uh, my fiancé and I went to Nashville to celebrate our upcoming wedding in February. We made sure to stop by Big Machine and uh, get a tour with your son, Colin. He does a really good tour. He said he really knows his stuff, and he was super funny. He even took a shot with us. Thank you for the recommendation. And there you go. He's wearing a shirt that my son, Colin, is. It says, Borchetta Bourbon. So apparently they have a new spirit there on the line. They have so many spirits. If you go to Nashville, you must do the tour at Big Machine with Colin as your tour guide. Mm-hmm. We did about 30 shots of all their different stuff, and we walked out of there with a mean buzz. I yeah. say, I mean, when you do the little beer shots, those things, they sneak up on you oh so quickly. Colin gave us moonshine. Yeah, they don't do beer. They don't do beer. It's all liquor. Yeah. It's a distillery. Mm-hmm. It is the hard stuff. And they give you baby shots because if they gave you full shots, you'd be in the gutter on uh, Broadway. Yeah. They're baby shots, but they're still fun. And then Colin is so animated mm-hmm. and so knowledgeable and brings all of his expertise in the world of chemical engineering to his tour, explains stuff to you, even dumbs it down for us, you know, laymen. He's good at that. Yeah. We appreciate. Yeah. Oh, that that would I would be so drunk on that. Remember it was we, fun. Remember when we did the beer fest and every tent you get beer shots. We did they the want, power they, hour. They want you mm. well, that, that that too, but I'm talking about the place off of PGA. It was an outdoor event. You would get a little cup, like a shot of beer at each tent and by I mean f- burgers th- and brews. Yes, 30 yes. minutes into it to go holy Fuck, I'm feeling yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaks up on you quick. Yeah, it does. So that would, I, I would be completely oh, dead. Oh, yeah. No, I would, it, you'll get housed. And he, he's he's from a family of drinkers, so he knows how to pile it on. So he'll, he'll definitely do that. But, yeah, just uh, if you are going to be going, it's Big Machine. It's in Nashville. It's lower Broadway, so you're right in the big party area anyway. But it's literally, like, mm-hmm. just off of Broadway. Yeah. Uh, just check, see if he's going to be there, because I think he's only doing about one day a week now. It's on the weekend. Yeah, so. he was just doing weekend tours when we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, got uh, Jamie here. She said, uh, shout out to the POS Hibachi Joe. He's a con man. Oh, what's he, going on? He takes people's money for private hibachi events and doesn't show up. Dang. I had my entire yard set up for my hubby's birthday, projector with football playing, expecting the arrival of his personal hibachi chef 400 dollars later he never showed up Dang. i didn't check reviews my stupidity because he came highly recommended but i should have read he has horrible reviews where he has done this to so many people this man has stolen thousands of dollars from people so shout this guy out Ooh, no I, to hibachi joe i want to do that thing i saw it was this old 
it was this news station, maybe from about 10 years ago, and it's this guy who goes around for, for he, he goes around with the camera, like a news reporter, to stick up for people who've been fucked over. So he would like go to Hibachi Joe's house and be to, like, hey, uh, motherfucker. Joe, uh, all these reviews, blah, blah, what's going on? What do you have to say? And a lot of times they're like, fuck you, get out of here, man. Oh, that's great. I know. I, let's find out where this guy's at. Let me do a little investigating. Okay. Oh, get your uh, get the money investigation back. crew back together and go get this guy on video. If this is really a thing, he's really fucking people over and there's a, a paper trail and we can see that, I say we bust that son of a hibachi. He can tell his side. What's your defense? Yeah. What's your side of all this, Hibachi Joe? You're mm. being accused of some pretty shady stuff. Are we allowed to do that, or is there anything that... The, 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 you'll, you'll get shot. Yeah, I know there's danger there yeah, with I'm that, but as yeah. far as uh, mm-hmm. well, the, the company, they're cool with that? They'll pay for your funeral. <laughs> they pay for that tooth, so... <laughs> <laughs> can you wear a... You can wear a vest. A bulletproof vest. Cool. It is dangerous, but it it's is, very yeah. dangerous. I might need some backup. Yeah. Who's coming with me? I'll go. Denny's. <laughs> he's got, a, he's got <laughs> the oh, best yeah. excuse. He's got a baby and a dog. Yeah. We can't bring a baby to a SWAT no. situation. So suits, then? You got suits? Suits, I think it's you, but dog. <laughs> suits is soft. He's not going to go up to that guy's door with you. It's very confrontational. He can drive, and then we'll... <laughs> He'll drive. He'll leave you there when it gets hairy. Suits will peel out. If you see me start to bleed, Suits, come pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) That is nerve-wracking. Suits don't want no heat. Yeah. Because you don't know how someone's going to react. A lot of times they're obviously very defensive. Nine out of ten times the guy is going to be confrontational and something's going down. How great would that be, though? Oh, it'd be the best video. If he swings on you, you're allowed to hit him back. Well, especially if the guy really is fucking people over and we can see proof Hibachi Joe is stealing money from people. That's messed up, man. It is, yeah. If he's got other, and it's crazy. Somebody's asking about small claims court. I think, don't you have to be at least like 500,000 bucks in it before you can even do much legally? That sucks. You should be able to, if someone even rips you for a hundred bucks, go after them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those kind of suck. Okay. If if you hear this, send us the information how we can, uh, there's more details about this Hibachi Joe. Well, we'll Google search him, too, because if he's got a bunch of bad Yelp reviews, maybe we've got a class action lawsuit here. But it's Hibachi Joe is one of those things like Tony's Pizza where there's like 1,300 of them across America. <laughs> Might be. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what we said yesterday at the Italian festival. Like, okay, all the Tonys get to eat free pizza. We'd go broke. I, mean, I can't tell you how many places I've lived that's had an Anthony's Pizza or a Tony's Pizza or a... Yeah, there's like a name, and for whatever reason, I guess if you're a, a white guy that does Asian food, you just put because there's I, I think there's a Sushi Joe. There is, and he's Hibachi legit. Joe. We know Sushi Joe. He would never do this. There's probably a Teriyaki Joe. With my luck, <laughs> I, I go to fucking dox the wrong guy. Yeah, like, you, yeah he answer goes, yourself. Jay Bird winds right? up at Sushi Joe's. No, we know him. He's nice. <laughs> oh, no, Jay Bird. No, it's the wrong Hibachi Joe. He's been doing it right his whole life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we would dox him wrong, just like we TP'd the wrong house. We were trying to toilet paper Lois Frankel's house, and oh, we, yeah. we got her neighbor. Yeah. It worked out way better. Which yeah. turns out is a more diabolical thing to do to somebody, because then your neighbor hates you for life. Lois Frankel told us that. Yeah. She said she wishes we would have got her house and not yeah. her neighbor. Mistakes have been made in my career. What can I say? 
Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, got uh, Michael sent an email. I uh, want to know if you've tried the Chuck E. Cheese frozen pizza bird. No. It said, I saw it in the store this weekend. I grabbed it. I tried it. I haven't had the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese, so I'm not sure how it compares, but I was not impressed. Chuck E. Cheese changed up their pizza, I know, because I used to work there back in the late 80s, early 90s. And the new Chuck E. Cheese pizza is way better than the old Chuck E. Cheese pizza, which was like cardboard with pepperoni. I've had the recent Chuck E. Cheese. It's not that great. And I can only imagine the frozen being way shittier. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I'm not surprised on this. And during COVID, they started doing one of those shadow delivery services. So if you ordered uh, Pasquale's pizza, it was yeah. actually coming from the ghost kitchen. The stuff. ghost kitchen, yeah. exactly. I can't tell you how, I, how against I am these ghost kitchens, Pasquale's, and you're going to give me some fucking. Bullshit mouse pizza. Pasquale is one of the characters at Chuck E. Cheese, and somebody figured it out. I, I, Kevin, I can't. I'm so against that. You think you're gonna order something different, and then they just give you Chuck E. Cheese pizza. It's, it's kind of a weird marketing thing because you spend so much time building up one brand, and then you make it Pasquale's. It it is kind of odd. I don't know if I fully understand that marketing strategy. Well, nobody's gonna order Chuck E. Cheese pizza delivered. But they were ordering a shit yeah. ton of pizza delivered during COVID. Absolutely. I think that's that's lying. That's saying. Well, so it's like, you know, you have a shitty product. So you just repackage it under a completely different name so that people will be duped into buying something that is. I don't think their product is shitty. I'm going to go on the record well, then and that's say. that's why I'm asking. I mean, the Chuck E. Cheese pizza has a bad reputation as being shitty pizza because it was back in the day. But the new Chuck E. Cheese pizza is not bad. I'm sorry. I think. I, that's not even my, my my whole thing is you think you're ordering something new. I'm a pizza lover, so if I'm ordering Pasquale's, I think I'm getting something new and different. And if you're giving me Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> fuck that. That is horse shit. <laughs> I mean, that, I think it's smart marketing. I the think lies. it's I think it's genius. Yeah, it is a little deceptive, a little. but they made the so much money off that Pasquale's. I can't tell you how I think it's the opposite of little deceptive. I, I feel like it is such a bold faced lie. It is. And how we're being a lie. How are you sticking up for that? I'm sorry. I, I'm a fan of the marketing idea of, of lies. Of, <laughs> Look, it is what it is. It's a ghost kitchen, and if you research it, you can find that out. But people oh. on a on a food app don't right. go and research don't it. Don't go all HOA on me. Oh, if you do the research and you look behind the bylaws, you'll know that Pasquale. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, look, I lost you on Wendy's. I'll give you that one. 
I ain't backing down on this shit. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not having to drive you home anymore. We can fight the whole way. I'm going to be a little bit more sassier today. <laughs> <laughs> Michael said he also stepped into the world of chocolate potato chips, too. He made them this weekend. He said it was so easy. What a great dessert. You just melt some chocolate on the stovetop, pour it over Ruffles chips, let them sit for two hours, and now I got a sweet and salty snack all week long. Yum. It was a K. Pennington tradition. She would oh, smart. Yeah. She loved lace potato chips, my yeah. mom, and then she would cover them in chocolate, and they were, man. They Good. were salty and sweet, yeah. and they were delicious. Yeah. I might make oh, grilled cheese in that today. I might do. Oh, I like that. Okay. I know you guys won't come over and eat that, but you're more than welcome to. Would you eat this? You know who Big Time Tommy is, the Italian yes. guy, the big guy? So Big Time Tommy this weekend was telling me about his creation that he did at a McDonald's in North Carolina. He bought a breakfast sandwich and then took off the bread, took, got rid of the McMuffin, instead made two McDonald's cookies the new bread, but did the cheese, the egg, the sausage in between two McDonald's chocolate chip cookies. I, I like sweet and salty. My dad taught me how to make eat my breakfast that way. You take the pancakes, the hash browns, the eggs, the bacon, the syrup, and the ketchup. You make it all together and you eat that son of a bitch. Yeah. So yeah. you would eat the breakfast sandwich with cookie bread. I would. Okay. Donuts is good too for buns. Oh, my yeah. gosh. They had that at the fair, the Krispy Kreme burger donut. I'm not sure how, how long you're going to live <laughs> if you continue that way of life. Right. You say that's just a staple you meal. You might die at the fair. If you, yeah, if that's your getting down meal all the time. Like that's just every meal. Three, you do three of those a day. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think you, I don't think you get out alive at an old age. No, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hack a few years off. He uh, wanted to know when the pizza vlogs are coming back. He yeah. said, I tried the places he reviewed, and I'm waiting on more. Yes, I'm going to be bringing all that stuff You need back. to review Pasquale's. I don't want to be a dick, and I already know I'm going to not like it. And Again, I'm trying to bring people together on pizza, not yeah. tear them apart. Right. That's why she brings this shit up. You it's- know, over the weekend, I was hanging out with the guys that own County Line Pizza. I love their pizza. They are so nice. They, they have good pizza. They were in the uh, cooking demo, the Galbani cheese cooking demo that we did, and they were so cool. I, I have been going there since I was a kid. We're going to get them more involved with the festival next year. You would like them. They're fun guys. Yeah, I, I know their pizza very well. Got an email from Engineer Keith. He said, I just found the next do it bitch punishment. Losers have to eat an unripe persimmon. You can tell if it's unripe based on its type and how it feels. The ones pictured are hychia and kind of hard, no give. I bit it and I regretted it immediately. I had to wash my mouth out with Pepto Bismol for it to feel better. I don't even know what the, what are these? It things? looks like a light skinned tomato. He said, I got them at Publix. Are they bad? Persimmon is a fruit. Uh huh. And what's so tough about an unripe? Yeah, do they make Is it worse than an onion? Because we've already done that. I mean, I thought onion was the worst decision you could do. Is a persimmon worse than an onion? A raw onion is a tough punishment. We've done it. Mm-hmm. Some more than others. <laughs> Stop losing. And who was it today? I think it was like uh, one of the Kardashian kids or something. That was their thing. They said that uh, Northwest, that's who it was, eats unpeeled raw onions like apples. I think Northwest might be hard. I think she's just like, raw, whatever. I don't believe anything the Kardashians say. <laughs> yeah. 
it's an onion, but then it's really an apple, and the camera crew is following. Eh, I'm not buying it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brianna had a question for the uh, what did I lick segment. She said, um, I've just kind of wondered about uh, that because I wouldn't want anybody to catch anything, especially a death sentence, just because of a game segment. So is there any risk of someone inadvertently transmitting a disease that somebody else could have not known about, like um, anything from licking dental floss or a Band-Aid? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, hey, anything's got a little bit of risk. I mean, we do try to hedge our bets on stuff, but, yeah, we, we do walk a fine line. Thankfully, nobody is dead yet, but, you know. Yet. Everybody gets tested regularly, right? Mm, yeah. mm-hmm. you, know, you, you consider a decade regularly? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the last time you've been tested. <laughs> That's the last time you did blood work? No, it's not been that long. But I can't say that I, you know, nobody goes to the doctor as much as you. Yeah, I love to go. She's going to the wrong kind of doctors, though, don't you think? I'm going to the butt doctor. Mm. That's the next one. I'd, I'd keep going up. I might. The head doctor might be what you need. <laughs> Whatever. You're one to talk. I should probably sit down and talk to somebody, too. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a group deal? No, we've tried doing group therapy before, and that went great. <laughs> <laughs> the therapist quit. That was some funny shit it's right like, there. It's like, I can't help you. <laughs> Talking about that, Jaber got an odd Uber ride over the weekend. They wouldn't uh, let him get into the car with his guitar. It's bullshit. And... Uh, Jennifer drove Uber for a little while, and she said, yeah, one time I had somebody who wanted to try to fit their car in my bike, and I could tell it wouldn't, but we tried anyway, and then she wound up scratching my car, and they don't pay for your damage. So, you know, that might be one reason why some people are a little bit, you know, quirky about it. But she said, I can write a book about my experiences. She said, and I would stop driving early evening. She said, it's not safe for a woman to drive Uber at night. Amen. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten Uber drivers are sexual monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine out of ten drunk passengers are monsters. She said, I used to be a five-star rated driver, but I haven't Ubered since then. And during tax time, it made it pretty clear just how much money Uber really keeps. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, yeah, so you're doing the driving. They're making all the money, what it sounds like. That sucks. Yeah, it does kind of suck, but I guess that's just the way it goes, huh? Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Got a couple other things email-wise. Talking about uh, nine-to-five jobs, Gabby had said, yeah, I currently live in Austin, but I'm from Florida. I listen to the uh, podcast, of course. And I want to share my experience because you're talking about uh, that one Gen Z that felt trapped in her nine to five. She said, I taught for 10 years, degree in teaching, and I felt stuck. But you need to know that your skills are transferable because I'm now in tech sales. I would just say you got to get rid of the teacher verbiage on your resume and translate it into the job you're applying for. Like if a job description says part of my skills should be partnering with sales reps to strategically determine messaging, persona targets, and account strategy, I would instead say on my resume that my current skill is partner with grade level team to determine appropriate lessons and activities to align with statewide curriculum. So I guess you got to keep in mind that there are a lot of skills you pick up in any industry that can apply to many different fields. Maybe just use a little chat GPT to help you rewrite the wording on it. And then have it apply. And then you can get out of the field that you so desperately hate, is basically her suggestion. 
She said there are more resources on the Internet than people probably think. It did take a long time and lots of rejections, but all the hard work and persistence was 1,000% worth it because I'm now much happier in my life. Okay. There you go. Gabby. That is smart. Rewrite your experience to closely match what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. that, and it's just a matter of how you word it. Go on that AI, too. If you're not good with verbiage, go on AI, and they will help you write it. And that's pretty impressive when you see that well-written on a resume. Yeah, so don't send out the same application to every job in all varieties of fields. So there you go. Some handy uh, information there. Linda was some. She said, you know, Virginia, you can actually hire a lawyer to get your daughter Magnolia out of that lease with that terrible girl that you don't like. There is an early termination or leases allowed in Florida. Maybe she could go to a dorm for a semester. I feel like this conflict is just going to escalate and become physical and end up in court anyway. Well, guess what? What? I'm going to Tallahassee this weekend. Oh, you are. We were supposed to be at Buffalo Wild Wings for a live appearance, but that uh -huh. got canceled. It got pushed back to the following, the next weekend. Mm -hmm. So now my weekend just opened up, and I think I'm going to go up to Tallahassee. To kick some ass? I don't know. I'm going to go up there and, and, and talk first. Is the cat in there? I can't remember. No, the cat's gone. The, what, what's the issue? The issue is the girl is just being a monster. Eats all of Magnolia's food. She's a slob in the kitchen, never cleans up after herself, is nasty right to Magnolia's face. It's, it's fucking weird, man. This bitch just, she's going unchecked. Nobody has the balls to say anything to her, and Magnolia's not going to fight her. She just wants to avoid her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I'm going up there this weekend. You're going to go in there and insert yourself into the drama. Yeah, I think I will. Okay. Yeah, why not? Huh? I think it's a fine idea. I got a free weekend. Let's go. Yeah, I, I, I'm now, I'm, part of, I'm, I'm just like the chat room. I just want to see it all burn. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, got an email here that says, I want to say something about Virginia and the menopause subject. She's totally right about all of it. Some women go through it hard and some at different ages as well. True. I started right after my fourth baby at the age of 35 and I'm 42 now and it's rough. My mom was 41 when she went through it right after she had me. The mental health is so true. I'm on anxiety medication that I take... I have to take almost every night. It really sucks. I didn't need it until after my last was born. I was even hospitalized thinking I was dying. It was all a panic attack. This shit is real. The mind and body just go crazy. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Did you punch your husband and put your nails in his arm like the poll emailer said? Not yet, maybe. Because that's what... No one's denying that menopause doesn't change the chemistry of somebody. No one's saying that. But the argument was that it doesn't give you the right just because your chemistry's changed to physically assault somebody. That's, that, I think people agree that the chemistry changes. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. not the argument. It was the, oh, it's okay, whatever. It's, okay. it's not okay. And I think all of us going through menopause would agree it's not okay. But here's why we're acting like banshees. Okay. So do you, you think that you might be on the more extreme end of the effects that menopause is happening on having on you, Virginia? I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I absolutely could be way worse. I mean, my mom was suicidal, so I'm not there. Okay. I could be way worse. Yay. All right. But you say you do believe that it is fully kind of making you a little... 
Cuckoo. Yeah, I feel it. And the hot flashes suck, and they're constant, and they're just always, like, at the most inopportune times. And it just it just makes you, like, squirrely, man. It just makes you, like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chilling, I'm right? off the boat, coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You're stuck. You're bound by a contract. Uh. <laughs> You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. A lesson about signing those contracts. <laughs> They're crazy. All right. Well, thank you for all the emails. You can always send them in to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Enjoy your Monday. You should, because today is National Nachos Day. I know. And I think I'm going to celebrate that along with it, some grilled cheese. Get them from Buffalo Wild Wings because they spread out the nachos and every chip gets stuff on it. Oh, yeah, you got, baby. You worked in a plug? Yep. Pretty <laughs> smart. <laughs> Metapause ain't fucking around with your plugs. No. Nope. Metapause is not going to hurt my money. That's right. So there you go. Check it out. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.